Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Secret ingredients, lemon peel, lemon juice, and black tea. Not so secret. <laughs> Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name's Carl, and I still got to read off the phone for the outline. <laughs> My name's Riley, and it makes me cringe every time. It is what it is. <laughs> How do people come to the bar for a year or two, and I still don't know their name, so... That sounds like something that you should probably work on. I remember like 500 cocktail recipes. I, I don't, don't have room for everything. There is not a limit. Yes, there is a limit. Brain can only handle so much. Apparently your brain can. Well, can you remember? You don't remember everything I tell you? Do you? Why are we still having this argument every fucking time? So welcome to our lovely little podcast where we read stories off the internet about the hospitality industry. And then we discuss it should have been changed, how it was handled. Is there an asshole? Is there a hero? Then we rate that podcast or not rate the podcast, rate the story one through five, one being your average story, five being a unique situation. And if you are watching this on YouTube or possibly a reel that I cut up, welcome to our new location. I don't want to say studio because it's really a bar or home bar. Right. It's, I guess it is a bar slash studio slash it's everything. General alcohol space. Mm -hmm. What are we drinking today? We are drinking beer for golf from Off Color Brewing. It is a wit style beer with black lemon or with lemon and black tea added. Yep, it's brewed in Chicago. We got this a couple months ago when we were up there, and it's not too bad. It's easy, light drinking. Perfect for golf. Perfect for golf, or perfect for a podcast episode. And I need somewhere better to put it because yes. the arm is in the way. We're still working out logistics of equipment and how things work. But the room that we used to record in was so hot and it small so and hot, cramped. Yeah. And this is a lot more spacious. Yes. And more our vibe. Yes. And I can sit like a non-human person. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a story you would like to share with have, our lovely audience? I have all kinds of stories. I... Went down a rabbit hole on the Petty Revenge subreddit. So I need to know how long do you want this story to be? However long you feel is necessary that makes it a good story. Because at some point you're going to share this story with us. That's true. But I guess the real question is how long is your story? I don't know. Because I haven't decided which story I'm going to get. So I have, I have both. Just pick whatever story okay. you want. This one is super long. Okay. And I just kind of want to. Get that one out of the way, to be honest, because right. it's a lot. <laughs> Get it out of the way. <laughs> so, like I said, it's from the Petty Revenge subreddit, and it's from two years ago, and it was posted by the user Rattles, Rattles, and it's called Chad Receives a Well-Deserved Shower of Pure Petty Revenge. Long story, but if you have an evil practical sense of humor, I promise it'll be worth it. So the story takes place in a fancy bar in Copenhagen where I worked part-time as a runner slash semi-bartender in the weekends. This bar is pretty a pretty popular place for older, more wealthy people who want to go out, have dinner, get drunk, and have a rowdy evening. This meant that we got 
a lot of don't you know who I am stereotypes with too much cash, time, and attitude for anyone's good. The situation kicks off with me serving drinks to a small group of young women. I'm sitting by their table chatting, trying to be funny, and simultaneously take their drink orders. The place encouraged us to take time and chat with people. Then, out of nowhere, this guy comes along. We'll call him Chad, because that seems to be the Reddit way. He pulls a chair over beside me and leans across the table, effectively blocking me from talking to the women at the table. Oddly semi-defensive statement, I thought, but no big deal. I'm just there to catch the order and banter a bit. As I move to get up, Chad places a hand on my shoulder, pushing me back down and gives me that these girls are mine look. I found out later they didn't know him at all and says, who are you? In a condescending tone, Skyrim players will know. Me, not really understanding the situation, tell him that I'm just there to get the women some drinks. Wrong move, obviously. Now Chad thinks I'm competition or something. He gives me the once over and scoffs. Full on, you filthy peasant scoff. It was a rather impressive sound, in all honesty. And he says, you look too young to be here. I don't think you can even afford drinks for everyone. I was 19 at the time. And as I said, mostly older people went to that bar. At this point, I realize he doesn't know I work there. No, this is a petty revenge and not the I work here lady, I promise. But I didn't tell him that as I really should be getting back to work and don't want to deal with his attitude any longer than absolutely necessary. So I just look at him, say something like, yeah, sure, and get up and leave to get the drinks, five espresso martinis. While I'm gone, I notice Chad has taken a seat and proceeds to dominate the conversation at the table. You know, the type of conversation where a drunk dude is asking the girls superficial questions in turn and none of them really want to give a response. They sort of look at each other and sip their almost empty drinks, apply overly engaged and slightly too loud voice. So where do you come from? You don't look Danish. That sort of thing. Ten minutes pass. It was a busy evening and I return with drinks in hand. Chad is still at the table talking loudly and laughing at his own brilliant jokes. As I approach the table, he notices me and says something like, oh, it's you again. Didn't I tell you to go away? Yeah, a real charmer. I just say, nah, you didn't, and try to place the drinks on the table, which was difficult because martini glasses have an annoying shape when you're carrying several. (laughs) For some reason, Chad decided my semi-monotone response was some grand insult to his person, so he proceeded to stand up and shove my shoulder in that get-out-of-here sort of way. Now, it wasn't hard... It wasn't a hard push or anything, but juggling five espresso martinis was enough to get me slightly off balance and three of the drinks slid from my hand, smashing on the table and went all over one of the poor ladies. At this point, I'd had more than enough of him. I'd literally been in his company for less than five minutes combined and he'd already been condescending, rude and shoved my shoulder. On to the buildup of the revenge. I immediately go to the bouncer, really nice guy, and tell him that Chad is disrupting my work and needs to leave or something. Bouncer agrees and goes to have a little chat with Chad, who suddenly seems very apologetic. Whatever, I continue with my work and apologize to the poor lady with the espresso martini all over her dress. They leave shortly after, but she took it with dignity and none of them blamed me for the situation. It turned out the bouncer gave Chad a little lecture about adult behavior, but allowed him to stay since he was spending big bucks. Fair enough, but I stay away from him for the rest of the evening. Time passes and we close up shop. I'm clearing tables out front when I notice Chad has taken up unwanted residence at at another table with young women, laughing and still talking too loudly. I approach the table and tell him it's time to drink up as we are closing. Safe to say at this point, Chad is pretty pissed drunk and proceeds to go off on a drunken ramble. This is the one I was telling you about. I don't understand how they can hire such idiots at a place like this. More drunken indignation. I don't like the look on your face. You should just quit this job so I don't have to see you again. Hiccup for effect and so on. I tell him it's time to leave and notice the bouncer standing a bit behind me. So does Chad apparently because he sighs dramatically and says, come on girls, it's time to leave. And they do. 
now this is where the petty little devil inside me perks up because behold the treasure. Chad has been so busy and being angry at me that he forgets his phone smack dab in the middle of the table. Revenge time. I pocket his phone, clear the table and give the phone to one of the bartenders inside, telling him Chad has forgotten it. Policy is after close closing time, people will have to come back to get their stuff the next day. Although mostly we just hand the stuff out if people come knocking. Now the bouncer has told everyone about Chad's behavior and I wasn't the only one he had caused trouble for. We have closed the place, all customers have left, and we are cleaning up. Important. At this bar, we have all of the half-empty drinks are poured into a big metal tub so that it can be thrown down the industrial drain rather than the normal. The tub is worse than any witch's cauldron. It's full of slime and sludge, half-melted ice cubes, slices of lime, mint leaves, all matter of leftover alcoholic beverages. It stinks, it's brown and sticky, and just plain disgusting. Aggressive knocking on the window. Oh look, Chad has come back for his phone. One of the bartenders tells him he'll have to come back for it tomorrow, a little lesson in the trouble he's caused. Obviously, Chad, being drunk and angry, goes nuts outside the bar, throwing one of our chairs on the ground and shouting insults at us. We all laughed, which got him even more angry. That's when Chad decided on the brilliant strategy of staking out the door and waiting until we would leave so he could storm in and grab his phone. So he sat on the step in front of the door and repeatedly shouted that he wouldn't leave until he got his phone back. This is when the surprising bartender, or the supervising bartender, got probably the single greatest idea of all time. You see, the bar has two stories, and on the second story, one of the windows opens right above the front door. You can probably guess what comes next. The supervising bartender says, hey, let's get the tub to the second floor. Yes, that tub, the one filled with brown ooze that stinks worse than liquefied farts and is more sticky than honey. We get the tub up to the second floor, which was hard. I reckon there was at least 30 liters of gross in there. Open the window and unleash a waterfall of pure evil right on top of Chad's overstylized hair. I swear. He looked up as he heard the window open and managed to get a good measure of the stuff in his mouth. He shot up, arms outstretched in that holy mother of all fucks the shit is cold or disgusting position, spitting and gulping and utterly incapable of comprehending that we had just given him a shower of pure petty revenge. He strutted about for a while, trying to wipe the stuff off, no longer angry, just utterly disgusted and shocked at the turn of events. Also, his fine white dinner shirt was drenched in sticky brown. We laughed about that for months afterward, and I do believe it's the story staff tell all. It's still a story staff tell at the place. Aftermath. In short, there wasn't any. Chad was so grossed out, he just sort of left in the end. And although I worked at the place for a year more, I never saw him again. But my God, was it funny to see. Although the revenge was probably over the top, none of us felt too bad about it. That story was about halfway too long. It yeah. Was like you could have. <laughs> there was could, a lot of detail. <laughs> it could have just been shortened so much to guy was an asshole due to this, did this, and did this. But it's his post. He can do what he wants. And I, I understand <laughs> that. But we're critiquing stories. That's what we do. Right. right. So, yeah, over detail. But anyways, I actually think the assholes are the staff members. For not kicking him out in the first place? For doing what they did for the guy just being obnoxious or whatever like that okay that doesn't deserve you don't deserve to be poured a bunch of shit all over you because the way he described it, he wasn't that big of an asshole he was the annoying asshole well he did push him and make him spill three drinks one on a patron okay but still that doesn't I... that still does not that's not acceptable for the staff members to pour just a dump bucket over them because they feel like it I mean, would it be would it be a choice that I made? No, but if he's, I mean, imagine the story takes place over like at least three hours, and mm -hmm. he's a condescending prick and aggressive the whole time. I can see how you'd get that frustrated. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that 
I don't blame them necessarily. I just think if it was if this guy felt like he was getting picked on so much, it goes back to tell your manager and let them deal with it. Thing. Right. Like it keep like that's a lot of these stories I'm finding out is you need to go talk to your manager and let them deal with it instead of you keep trying to like you know, be the nice guy and then not say anything and just let it play off, you know, right. all this other stuff. I mean, first of all, if I was that server and some guy touched me, first of all, don't fucking touch anyone. Right. Don't do that whole hand on the shoulder, like, you right. know. Possessive okay. bullshit when you don't, especially when you don't know the people. Mm-hmm. But yes, are there assholes that go up? I've seen this before where they just randomly go up to groups of women and they think they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. And this is like, there's no way this fucking works for you. This is a story of two wrongs don't make a right. Right. Everybody in the story was an asshole. But I also think it's if you're going to fuck around, you're going to find out. Chad fucked around. Yeah. His he found out, out was his found out was you're not going to get your phone to tomorrow. And that should have stopped there. Eh, I don't know. I think, as you always say, there was probably a lot more to the story that we're not getting. But <laughs> that long of a story, there's more. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe, but it just, I don't know. Because the bouncer didn't kick him out and let them off with a warning, and then he kept doing it, that's on you now. You knew what you're going to get by keeping him in that bar. The bouncer should have fucking kicked him out the first time. Um, he, and he also should have learned when the bouncer talked to him. But, I mean, so, like, my my thing is, is, if you ask the girl who got the martini spilled on her if he deserved it, her answer is a definitive one. Probably yes. Can't say guaranteed. Right. But I'm like, I think if you're going, if because anybody. Because a different country. Right. If anybody's going to be the judge of whether or not he deserved to have the dump bucket spilled on him, her answer is going to be the only one that I think matters. Right. But again, it goes out to. If a customer did that to someone else, made an employee spill a bunch of shit on someone else, they should have been forced out the rest of the bar. Oh, absolutely. I'm not disagreeing you, with you. Because you know it's not going to get any better because he's drinking. When right. do situations get better, the more someone drinks? Never. Never. Right? So, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I know what this guy's trying to do. Not trying to do. I know I know the reason for his story. Right? He's just like, guy's being an asshole, blah, blah, blah. And we did this. Right. And... I actually don't think he's being petty doing that, dumping that thing. Being petty is not giving this phone back until tomorrow, right? Like, you could just easy give it back and let the thing go away. Right. But I don't know. Like, this is the kind of story that just annoys the shit out of me from every aspect of it. Because it's just, like, you said, two wrongs don't make a right. It's just like, fuck. But and when have you ever been the paragon of behavior? All the time. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? To judge when somebody overreacted. I never overreact. <laughs> Where's the proof? <laughs> you could just be making up stories. <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just having a day or a weekend right now. And just this story just frustrates me on every level because. Because, because the entire situation should have been handled better. Right. And, and I think because it's a higher end restaurant, people try to give you the benefit of the doubt probably and let you like maybe like maybe try to do better yeah but if this was just like your normal pub or bar where you know this guy's annoying the shit out of people you say look you either stop fucking doing that or we're gonna kick you out this place they're trying to probably because cater to their clientele Mm -hmm. because it is older wealthier he's probably spending hundreds of dollars thought i don't know what what the fuck's uh danish money is it pounds yeah the uh, euros euros i think i don't know whatever so he's probably spending hundreds or thousands right a different story for sure i mean you don't really hear a lot about staff 
literally, not literally, but uh, what's the right word? Intentionally do something like that to like basically like right fuck up someone's like um attire and like yeah you know, like pour something on someone like that major but sometimes i mean i guess they said that they deal with entitled people all the time so i guess sometimes people like that like they can't obviously he wasn't taking the hint right so sometimes you just gotta take it to the extreme so they learn a lesson don't be a dick and obviously he was harassing two different groups of women right but then it goes back to where is the management in this preventing this guy from doing that right like right. i've been in bars where i asked brett like hey that guy is going i'm watching him go table to table just bugging people making things uncomfortable making people uncomfortable i'm like you need to get him out of here right especially in a place like that you don't want one you don't want one guy screwing up a table of six to eight right that six to eight is spending more than this one guy is unless he's buying all around right so but i guess even still that's where i'm like confused about like if you're this high in spot where is your management right lead bartender taking control of the situation because this is a hiring spot so you don't allow that type of shit to fly like in a dive bar i would see that more that's more acceptable in a dive bar i'm not saying it is acceptable i'm just saying it, it, in my mind it you would, would you would expect it more there you go that's what i was trying to say right right but a hiring spot like look the guy wants to go up to the table try to flirt real quick sure but then sit down and like be this alpha mr cost the server mm-hmm right because now they have to make those three drinks again right do they have to pay now for this woman's dry they have to clean up the glass clean up the glass and also this guy carrying five martini glasses it seemed like he was carrying it down on a tray too that's yeah. interesting i don't know because he said his hand the way right. he's like you came out guns guns blazing with the well he's well the bartenders are asshole it was just long story and then it's just like they think they're doing nothing wrong I don't think he thought he was doing nothing wrong. I just thought he, I think he thought it was uh, funny. So this is an interesting one to score, uh -huh. to rate. Uh huh. Because how often does that type of revenge get taken? Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, it's got to be like a four. Yeah. Because again, I've never seen some, I've never been a part of a planned, um, what's it called? Uh, they all got together to plan this thing, to do this thing to this guy. I don't, but like, it didn't sound like it was planned. It sounded like it was a spur of the moment. He's sitting there, the lead bartender or the supervising bartender just had this idea. Right. And they said, let's do this. And they yeah. all agreed and did it. So like, they're planning to do it. Didn't this collaboration. They didn't like accidentally spill it out the second well, window. Right. I mean, but I've seen drinks thrown at people. So obviously not a gross dump bucket of sludge yeah but they're walking so. they're walking up at least one flight of stairs yeah. so they have enough time premeditated is what is what i was the word i was looking for but it's more of like that that, that wouldn't be counted I, in a court of law as premeditated right but i'm just saying though like that was a crime of passion <laughs> they had enough time <laughs> they had enough time to walk that motherfucking thing up the t story and a half walk to the window and then probably all look at each other like, are we going to do this? And then they did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But I mean, if if I was, it said everybody else who was working that night had issues with him. So if I was one of those people, it would be really easy for me to not think too hard about it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm still going to. I'm going to rate this a four. Yeah. For actually following through with retribution, I think a four is appropriate. Right. Well, with the with being a high end restaurant, the guy bothering yeah. people, touching the bartender, making See, him spill drinks. I feel like having a high end or it being a high end establishment makes the customers more brazen and more entitled 
they feel like they can do that more. So they're more um, unapologetic about their behavior. If you have a long-winded story like that one and you'd like to share it with us or a, a, a three-sentence story, whatever, <laughs> let's just say that's probably going to be one of the longest stories we read. That's one of the longest ones I found, and I didn't realize how long it was until I opened it on my computer. Yeah, I could tell like halfway through the story, like you're like, not like really heavy because you're out of breath, yeah. but it's just like. This is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot, you know. Um, share it with our subreddit, do you want to start a tab? Link is in the description of any podcast platform you're listening on. And then while you're doing that, leave us a review. We are getting, I think last time I looked, we had six or seven five-star reviews on Apple. Ooh. And then on Spotify, let's see here. Do, 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 boop. We have 14 five-star reviews on Spotify. So we appreciate everyone taking the time to do that. And if you haven't done so anyway, we'd love it if you did. If not, share this podcast with a friend or family member who you think it would be, who you think would find our, or find us interesting and our reads interesting. Yep. So we also have a phone number. I don't know where the fuck that phone number is, but it's like, I thought it was on this fucking thing. God, I can just push the podcast episode and read what the phone number <laughs> is. Guys, I'm struggling today is... I am just on a tear fucking Labor Day weekend. If you want to leave us a voicemail, call us at 563-277-0072. If you want to leave us a story, we'd love to listen to it and talk about it on the air. Yes. We appreciate you guys listening to the show. We love you guys so much. If you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon for just $3 a month. We talk more with each guest about their personal experiences, their growth in the bartender industry, what they're doing now, and everyone's different journey because not everyone's going to be a life bartender. And they each have exciting lives. So yeah, just for $3 a month, you know, that's a pint. That's less than a pint of glass of beer. So go check it out. Links in the description at Patreon. Do you want to start a tab? Thank you so much, guys. You guys know Riley and I have a YouTube channel called Alchemix Bar, a website and Instagram based all around cocktails. We also created the Bartender's Alphabet to better understand slang and descriptions and other things involved with cocktail making. So if you want to check that out, it's in the link description, Bartender's Alphabet at Alchemix Bar. Hope you guys enjoy. And now back to the show. All right. Do we want to do? Okay, that was a long one. I got a short one. All right. So this is on a Facebook group that our friend Mia got me into, and the name of the Facebook group is called Bartending Memes Unfiltered. There's not a lot of memes going on anymore. It's more. <laughs> I mean, there are some, but there's bartenders who ask certain questions about situations to see what everyone' thoughts are. So this one was by an anonymous member on the 31st so that was just a couple of days ago uh -huh. i'm a bar owner and bartender throughout the week i know how i would handle this but just waiting or just wanting to see if it was in line with the general public i was sitting at the bar of a restaurant having a beer and some appetizers and come to know that a guy across the bar is celebrating his birthday and is in town working i noticed he had three empty corona bottles lined up in front of him i told the bartender that i would like to buy his next beer she brings a draft to his buddy on the left and a bottle to his buddy on the right, but nothing to him. I asked him if he got his beer, and he told me that he was getting a mixed drink. When the bartender came over to bring me my ticket. She charged me for his $12 drink. I paid for it and didn't make a fuss, but now I know I would have handled and now I know 
I would have handled it differently. As the bartender, I would have, number one, moved one of his beers to my tab, or two, came to me and let me know he and three of his buddies ordered a $12 drink instead of a $2.75 beer. What would you do? I would have moved the beer, a beer over to your ticket. Yep. Because I, because he specifically said beer. If he said, I'll buy that next guy's round or the ne- that next guy's drink, mm-hmm. that's different. The hotel happens a lot. People find out it's someone's birthday, anniversary. Uh-huh. They'll say, I'll buy the next round. It's kind of different at the hotel because you either have, we had either $5 beers or $12 drinks. Yeah, it's like, all. It was either like one or, or the other, right? And you can right. tell these people drinking drinks or drinking beers. Right. I if I if someone says I'll buy their next drink, I don't even ask that person what they want to drink next. I just unless it's a cocktail, like like you know, like they, you could that person saw that they've been drinking cocktails, and you know you're gonna buy another one for them. Uh-huh. I'd ask them what do you want, but if it's a beer, like if they're drinking beer like Bud Light or Coronas, I just pop another one and give it right to them. I don't even ask that person. Hey, this person out here is buying you your next drink. What do you want? Right. I just automatically give them that beer because that person is expecting to buy them a beer. Right. And not a five X different price tag. Right. Price point. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like that's absolutely what should have been done. However, it's their birthday. It's a $12 cocktail. Like just, it's, it's more of the, it's, it's more, the principle it's the for principle sure. Of the thing. This guy's being nice and generous and at least just by yeah. around, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I'm wonder, I'm wondering if he did truly say beer or if he said buy the next guy's or the guy's next drink. I don't know. But I also think if I know you're going to buy me a drink because uh-huh. it's my birthday. And if you willingly knew that before you ordered and you switched to a $12 drink when you've been drinking beer, that's kind of a dick move. I'm not saying this has happened in this story. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. Because, like, you know they just want to buy you a beer. They don't want to fucking spend $12 on you. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I, again, I think it's how it depends on how it's phrased. If I heard you say, I'll buy, like, you say to the bartender, I'll buy that guy's next drink. And then I've been drinking beer the whole night. Now this is the time I switch to a fucking yeah. cocktail. I mean, that's, it's a courtesy to order something. Like, obviously, you're not going to order top shelf anything. Right. But I've seen people do it. It's a dick move. Yeah. When they When they know you don't have to pay for it. It's a dick move. You don't agree, do you? I I think it depends situationally. How does it depend situationally? Uh, tune in next week. <laughs> Fuck this. I quit. You can't clip hang the co-host of this fucking podcast. And now I know what story I'm reading for next one. <laughs> so I agree, like... I think I've moved, I moved drinks over too. Mm-hmm. I've done that, you know. I don't move the cheapest. I just move, I guess it's all situational for sure, like how things are said, how it's going. Um, right, because like if you said, I'll buy him a, or I'll buy him a beer, mm-hmm. should have got him a beer. Right. Or if you switch to cocktails, move a beer over. Right. I, that, I mean, yeah. But then if you said, I'll buy his next drink. I guess it just all depends the kind of mood I'm in and bartending, you know, and how you're getting a feel off of everyone. Like it's right. situational for the bartender just to know what to do. Right. You know, or honestly, I've asked the person like who does the I'll buy uh-huh. like anything. Right. You know, I mean, I think more questions or um, more transparency is better. Right. Hey, they ordered a they ordered a cocktail. Is that OK? Uh, rating wise on this little fast short guy 
Um, I don't. I think the asshole was the bartender for not asking questions. No, can't can't be an asshole. Why not? Why is he an asshole? Because he didn't do what the guy told him to do. If he said, if he truly said, "I'll buy that guy a beer," and he didn't mm-hmm. give him a beer, that's true. I think if there's going to be, if there's any asshole in the situation, it's the bartender. Yeah, because he could have went to the guy like, hey, that guy's buying you next beer. Right. And the guy goes, no, I want a cocktail. Then serve him the cocktail, but then charge to the guy who ordered right. it. Right. Okay. You did a little convincing there. You lowered up. You lowered up a little bit there. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody else in the story. There's three people in this fucking story. But there's nobody else in the story that could be considered the asshole. Just don't buy rounds for people. Stop being fucking nice. Stay to your stay in your lane. Mind your or, own fucking business. Or if you're gonna buy a round for somebody, expect to expect to pay for whatever they order, or be more specific. But you can't say that because what if they do buy Don Julio 1942 at fucking forty dollars when they've been drinking Corona? Are you really obligated to pay that? No, that's why I'm saying if you're going to order a round for somebody, be specific in what you're going to order. Hey, I want to order that person's. Next beer, I want to order a shot of well tequila. Yeah. Or if you're a bartender and somebody says, I'm willing to, or I want to buy a round or a shot or whatever. Hey, do you have a price limit? No, no, you don't ask stuff like that. You Again, just whatever they say. But then again, when you go up to that person, they change their drinks. You have the bartender. You don't. You don't ask how much, what's your price limit on that shit? No, you don't say that shit. Well, I mean, I wasn't saying actually ask them their price limit, but like, hey, uh, the shot of tequila, do you want Juarez or do you want Casamigos? I don't know. I, I think that's just, again, it's situational for what that person says. Right. But either way, ask more questions. Be more specific on both sides. Right. Um, Rating wise. I'm going to give this a 1.2. Oh, yeah. Happens to you all the time. No, but I, I can see it happening a lot. Yeah. I mean, buying rounds and then being surprised by what the mm, your bill ends up being. I'm trying to remember if I had anyone like really surprised because, again, at the at the, the hotel, it's either five or six dollar beer or it's a 13 dollar cocktail, basically. I mean, there was I mean, there was like Jack and Cokes and gin and tonics and stuff in between, but there wasn't like. You there know, wasn't a big spread from a three to a twelve dollar. That's pretty. That's a pretty large spread difference. Right. Um, but again, I kind of made the judgment of, I'm not going to let this person who's getting this free drink, take advantage of this person who's offering the free drink. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I would dictate that. And most people don't give a shit because guess what? Now they got another beer. If they run a cocktail, they'll just drink that cocktail afterwards anyways. Right. Again, I don't even ask. I just pop the fucking beer, put it in front of them and say that guy bought it. Right. And that's, and that's, I guess where I come in time is where I, I just make the choices for people. Right. But that would have been an educated decision. Right. And that would have been the way to go. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll go. Man, it's like we haven't done this forever. And so just, I'm just like out of, I'm in the funk of doing this podcast. Now we're in a new environment. And so just my whole chi and center's all off. I got the fucking cat laying next to me. I really didn't know. One six. One point six. All right. That's it. That's what you're going to say. All right. Nope. Checks out. Makes sense. Probably a common occurrence. It's nothing new. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> Is there more to say? Don't be a dick. Tip your bartender and drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs>